Welcome in to the Degress Podcast here on this Valentine's Day, February 14th, 2022, Episode 9, the Super Bowl Champion, Matthew Stafford Edition, uh, coming to you, and obviously going to be breaking down the uh, Super Bowl that was played yesterday with the Rams getting their second Super Bowl in franchise history and leaving the Bengals still searching for that all-inclusive Vince Lombardi trophy that that uh, they've been to twice before now, 0-3. And we'll just get right into it. Obviously, you got to give credit to the Rams. Uh, we talk about in sports all the time, holding people accountable, telling the truth, having difficult conversations, and being honest with each other. And I think it started to really appear towards the end last year when McVay, Sean McVay finally realized that Jared Goff wasn't the guy. They stopped lying to each other. And it was really telling that in that playoff game against the Seahawks when they started John Wofford, who instead of Stafford, who was healthy because when Wofford went out, Staff, er, that's the only reason Goff got in and played is because Wofford went out with a concussion Goff actually was able to lead him to victory, and it wasn't much with him. It was more so of their strong running game and attack and a good defense by the Rams that were able to get them on to the next round. And I think that game against the Packers, which was obviously Goff's last game he played for the Rams, was when McVay, Kroenke, uh, the owner, uh, GM Les Snead, they all sat down and said, look, we have the team, we have the talent around the quarterback position to get, win a Super Bowl, but the thing that is holding this the Rams back the most was the quarterback. So they mortgaged the entire team, their draft, traded for Stafford from to the Lions, who up to now, obviously, it's been... Clear and uh, talked about is how he was not a didn't have a playoff win. Had the stats, obviously was a great quarterback in Detroit, but just was because never ever able to overcome the struggles that Detroit has consistently had. Uh, the overcome the drama that's been in Detroit's forever. Uh, it's caused a lot of great players to leave, whether it be a Barry Sanders, Calvin Johnson, now Matt Stafford, and. Other players that aren't quite that caliber, but some really other good ones. Uh, Darius Slay comes to mind. But it was a great job by Sta- uh, Sneed, McVeigh, Kroenke, all working together and trying to get that deal done to basically get to the top, find a way, and at the end of the day, they're holding up a Lombardi trophy. And it's obviously a big risk. There were times, especially about midway through the year, where it wasn't looking good for the Rams, but they were able to find a way, break through, and get over that hump finally that has uh, been challenging them for the past, uh, ever since McVay was got there. And you, I've talked about it in previous podcasts. You can't go without saying the culture that those three, especially McVay, has built. Uh, it's gone... It goes without saying because the amount of talent they've accumulated, the guy going after a Jalen Ramsey, signing an OBJ, uh, trading for Von Miller, 
going out signing Andrew Whitworth. The leadership that McVay has shown as the head coach, and then it's also filtered into the players where they've have they've gone out and gotten stars, and you've seen it in other times where guy teams have gone out and gotten the superstar talent, but you have yet to see it really maximize that where McVay's gotten guys to buy in, gotten them to sacrifice for the betterment of the team, understanding that if these superstar players were able to sacrifice some of the things they've been able to do and do it for the betterment of the team, it's going to pay off and ultimately hoisting up a Lombardi trophy. And Odell Beckham Jr. said it a couple of weeks ago in an interview, and uh, Andrew Whitworth talked about it when he's talking to the guys on the NFL Network uh, last night after the Super Bowl. OBJ said it when, I don't remember the exact quote, but he said it's like being at the Pro Bowl but strict at the same time. And watching the interviews that all these players had, all these Rams players had, it it really speaks to the culture they have over there in Los Angeles, where all the players they they all talked about how happy they were for everybody else. It wasn't about their success. They were whether it be Whitworth, Donald, Von Miller, Stafford, McVeigh, all those guys going talking about how happy they were for their teammates. It wasn't about them; it was for the team and how happy they were that they were able to accomplish it together. And you hear about it all the time too, where play uh, coaches will say the teams with the best chance of winning titles are the teams that are led by players in the locker room. Obviously, McVeigh has a stronghold of that team, but I think the biggest voices players rally around and listen to are the other players and the leaders on that team, whether it be a Whitworth, Stafford, Cup. Even you could probably say Odell. I think the guy, he obviously gets a bad rap, but you always hear about how hard he works. And whether it, along with Aaron Donald, Cub, all those guys, all the strong, the, the best leaders on that team are the hardest workers. And it goes to show that McVay puts a lot of trust in the players to hold them account, hold them accountable. And like I said, they're hoisting the Lombardi Trophy. And a game that wasn't pretty, I would say. It was definitely felt like a slugfest. Uh, I thought the Bengals had a really good game plan. They uh, were able, for the most part, right away to kind of neutralize Donald. Uh, Burrow did a good job of getting the ball out quick. They were able to establish a running game in that first half. But at the end of the day for the Bengals, the their inability to protect Burrow allowing seven sacks and I looked it up too. He was sat Burrow was sacked 70 times in the regular season and postseason. And it's at some point it's gonna come back to bite you. It obviously did here in biggest stage. Uh, that's obviously gonna be a point of emphasis for the Bang Bengals this offseason. And the difference in this game was the Rams playmakers, when they had to make plays, they found ways to make them make a difference make big plays, whether it was Cooper Cup on 4th and 1, Stafford that last drive when they needed it, Kim and Cup both combining for it, and just finding ways to get get it done. Uh, that last drive, um, and up until that point, the Rams, I thought, you know, they kind of, s- where uh, you see a lot of uh, people on Twitter and, 
uh, questioning why the Rams kept running the ball and where they weren't having much success. But in that final drive, whether it be Akers, who was able to get a big run to get a first down to set up that final touchdown sequence, Cooper Cup on that fourth and one, that was mainly why I think McVay stuck with the run and why he was so consistent because it developed that mental toughness to a team that you're going to need to get over the hump, win that Super Bowl, where if he could have he could have kept throwing it and throwing it, but he knew that if he was able to stick with the run and it wasn't easy, it was tough sledding. The ramp, the Bengals' defensive line played incredible. Uh, they still were able to get pressure on Stafford. They were able to sack him, and but McVay's consistent consistent uh, commitment to the run game helped propel them to uh, set up that final sequence. And I know people are going to talk about the officiating, which was not great. It wasn't. Uh, they they officials kept the kept their flags in their pocket for most of the game and then that final drive which obviously you can talk about the uh burrow throw to t higgins where higgins got away with an assault on the face mask of ramsey uh obviously i don't know how you don't call that obvious ref probably looked didn't must not have been in a good enough position to see it where i don't think he was favoring one team or the other but that's an obvious one that you're gonna they're gonna talk about but then uh the final sequence where the ram rams were driving and then it got to that third and one or third down close to the that obviously it resulted in a penalty that gave the rams new life i saw and collinsworth talked about it on the broadcast where he said you know i'm curious to see how they find a way to you that getting cup in motion try to get a good favorable matchup and well they did because it wasn't a catch but you can talk about it being a ticky tack call which it probably was but also at the same time right before that that play should have never happened because it was a false start on the entire Rams offensive line which for some reason the refs decided all postseason it wasn't just this game it was a number of games that I saw and most people did that for some reason this postseason the officials just didn't call false starts and it was mind-boggling to me because that one was a pretty obvious one and it seems like nobody was talking about it all game they just talk about the pass interference on Logan Wilson which it was yes it, like I said earlier it was ticky-tack but at the same time that falls down on coaching where if you're going to put if you see Cooper Cup on a linebacker one-on-one you take a timeout and you get something make some adjustment to where that does not happen because you can't expect the linebacker no matter how good he is to be one-on-one against the best receiver in football the offensive player of the year who when you have that you're just asking for something you can't expect a linebacker to be covering the best receiver in football, which you give credit to McVay for finding a uh, finding that and making it a uh, point of emphasis to get that adjustment to where they were either gonna it was either gonna be a catch or they got the penalty and it set up that final drive. So it was part. It it was a ticky tack call. Yes, like I said, I kind of sound like a broken record, but at the same time. You can't let 
the best receiver in football be matched up one-on-one with a linebacker. It's it's that simple. But, and the game wasn't over then. The Bengals still had time, and they were having a good drive, and the play on second and one that instead, they tried a uh, shot play, which I don't disagree with, but when you looked at it, the uh, Ramsey was playing 10 yards off Chase, and realistically what should have been done is Burrow should have noticed that who he played okay. He didn't play his best game. It was probably the worst, probably one of his worst games that he's played uh, since the uh, latter half of the season. And... He missed uh, Burrow. He missed the the fourth and one on their first drive. He missed a wide open Higgins on the sideline, trying to force it to Chase. And uh, that play where he took the shot to uh, Jamar Chase, he should have just gotten the made a made a call and just signaled something something that him and Chase have done, where it's just a quick get the first down, take what you can, and there was a lot of room. Where he could have made a guy miss. Ramsey, who is plays very aggressive and uh, is prone to giving up big plays, he, you know, all you got to do is make the guy miss, and who knows, he's definitely in a spot to put some in field goal range for sure, and who knows if maybe puts him back in the lead. But that's something that Burrow is still, still young, still has. Uh, Still, we'll look at watch this film and learn from it, and uh, he gets put in that spot again. I expect him to, and like most uh, most people do, expect him to learn from it, and when he sees that situation again, to uh, capitalize on it. And that brings me into uh, my next point too. With uh, people are obviously talking about, you know, Bengals are a young team. Expect them to be back there, and. I hope it's not a Dan Marino situation. This is very sim- almost feels very similar to Dan Marino's situation, who got to the Super Bowl in his second year, lost to the 49ers, and never got back there. And this almost, I don't want to say it is, but and I hope I'm wrong because I do enjoy, I, I love watching Burrow play. I love his leadership. I love the way he just has that moxie about him, that confidence, that swagger that you that a quarterback needs to get to the Super Bowl and play at the level he has been playing at. But, man, in the AFC, the way it is set up, you've got Mahomes, you've got Josh Allen, you've got Lamar Jackson, Justin Herbert. And it's going to be tough. It's going to be a battle. Uh, Definitely has established himself, I think, as the best quarterback in the AFC North. I uh, expect him and... Lamar to have some battles over the next few years for uh, who's going to reign over the AFC North. Obviously, Steelers, Browns have to figure out their situation with the quarterback. But, man, looking at it, it's just going to be a meat grinder of an AFC because, like I said, Mahomes, Josh Allen, Lamar, Mac Jones, all those guys are going to be a tough out. And got to find ways obviously the biggest point of emphasis is is trying to improve that offensive line if they're able to improve the offensive line i think they're definitely going to be putting themselves in that conversation to 
to uh, be a constantly at the top with uh, the Mahomes, Allens, Lamars, Herberts of the world. And it'll be interesting. So obviously uh, it's a long off season, and definitely you know Burrow's going to be sitting there thinking about everything that he could have done better in the Super Bowl along with the rest of the Bengals. Uh, game, like I said, it was it was... It was a little bit kind of a lull, but it had a very exciting finish. Uh, obviously, happy for Stafford, happy for Aaron Donald, happy for McVay, all those guys. Uh, unfortunate for Odell. Um, it believed it was reported today that he did tear his ACL, uh, and it stinks because he was having a great year. He f- looked like he finally found his his fit and his niche playing with the Rams, playing under McVay, and. I expect the Rams to go and re-sign uh, Von Miller and Odell. Uh, they've got um, forty million dollars of uh, free cap space after not having with uh, Goff and Gurley, and I can't remember who the other one uh, coming off their books is this year. One of their other higher-paid players that's no longer with them uh, coming off the books, so they have they'll have the cap space to take them. And Odell did say he would be willing to take a pay cut to stay with the Rams, which you can't blame him. And I think Von Miller would too. Uh, He's got two Super Bowls now. Uh, Interesting to see what's going to happen with Aaron Donald. I know Rodney Harrison reported in the pregame show that it was possible that he could retire after uh, winning the Super Bowl. So I'm sure he'll come out with something in the next few weeks. But also uh, another guy too that you happy for is Andrew Whitworth who has battled some injuries and uh, he's also been talking retirement he's uh, 40 he'll be 41 next year so getting up there in age but happy for all those guys Uh, hopefully Bengals can get get back there and see if they can uh, finally end up on top they've also got a young team and good nucleus of guys and I think they have strong leadership at the top to where they can get back obviously like I said Fix that offensive line. And, yeah, so, unfortunately, football season's over until August. So, obvious, uh, the uh, offseason always promises to be fun and entertaining. So, we'll talk more as uh, free agency gets closer to the draft and go from there. So, we'll uh, recap my, uh, the, uh, the uh, bets I made for the uh, Super Bowl, I uh, was able to. I went three for three, or three of three of six, so three and three. Excuse me. Uh, I had Bengals plus four. I thought they would cover. I was a little off on the score. Uh, I had thirty-one twenty-eight uh, Rams. Uh, ended up being twenty-three twenty, obviously. So Bengals did cover. They covered the plus four. I had over on the national anthem that was sung by Mickey Guyton, and I ain't gonna lie, I was very nervous uh, when she started that, and she was going real quick. But the last uh, two two verses where she was really able to drag it out, and I got that got the over 140. So that trend continues of uh, overs on the national anthem. I thought it was really well done, well sung. Obviously, heck of a lot better than I could ever do. So I thought that was a uh, great rendition of the national anthem. The, 
Other bet that I was able to win was the uh, coin toss. I I said it was going to be heads. Was heads. Got that. So happy about that. And I thought I was feeling really good after the Rams took the lead that it was going to be Stafford that was going to win MVP. I thought quarterback face of the franchise uh, coming from Detroit. I thought that was going to be his Super Bowl or his MVP to lose. Obviously, give it to Cup, which is well-deserving. Um, definitely made some plays. That fourth down, fourth and one jet sweep he had. Uh, had a touchdown to start, or second touchdown of the game. And uh, obviously, the game-winning touchdown had a couple big touch, uh, big catch on that game-winning drive. The, the one where Stafford's not even looking at him, pulls a Pat Mahomes, not look, looking away and throwing it. Incredible throwing catch just speaks to the chemistry that those two have and have built on ever since Stafford was traded to Los Angeles. So, would have liked to see Stafford win it, but Cup was well deserving. You could also argue Aaron Donald was because he was wreaking havoc. There were a lot of times where he was getting blocked by three guys in the Super Bowl, which is incredible and made the play of the on defense. That clinched the Super Bowl up, able to get pressure on Burrow and make him force a just a little lob pass to Pirine and wasn't able to come up with it. And watching uh, watching it back, he had Chase wide open, but with the uh, pressure that the Rams defensive line was able to get on Burrow, he w- didn't see him and had to throw it short. So you could argue Aaron Donald was... Uh, deserving of that MVP, I don't. I wouldn't have argued if he would have won it either. But Cup gets it. Happy for him. Uh, I don't think it was discussed that uh, he was unrecruited out of high school, uh, out of Eastern Washington. Own one against the Bison, my alum, my college. So I have to throw that in there. I'm not that I really care too much. I'm just being petty because I had Stafford winning MVP. Uh, did not win the under on the shortest field goal. If Burrow doesn't take that sack after the Stafford interception out of the second half, I think I get that one. And then Gatorade was blue, so good job, Grant. You uh, you won that one. And those were, yeah, so three for three overall. Um, on the year for my betting, I... Ended the year 60 and 47 total, uh, 33-28 in the on my NFL bets and 27 and 19 in my college bets. So solid year, 56%, which is about average of what uh, most professional gamblers are hitting at. So next year I'm probably going to be at 45%. But overall happy with uh, happy with the betting season and hopefully it can build off that. Hopefully uh, as March Madness approaches, we'll see. Uh, See how I do there. I haven't got to start paying more attention to college basketball. But we'll uh, recap, uh, um, like I said, so bets. And then now uh, talk about the halftime show. I thought it was great. People are saying it was the best halftime show ever. I don't think so. I thought it was really good. I enjoyed 50 Cent. I thought that was awesome. Him uh, kind of being that surprise guest playing into club. I thought that was one of his one of the better rap songs in my opinion, one of my more favorites. Uh, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, thought they were incredible. I love the setup of kind of doing it as a uh, 
kind of tribute to Compton. Thought that was really cool. Uh, I love the uh, the floor layout of basically the streets of the all the lights and city, which was pretty cool. Uh, kind of hoping there was going to be a Tupac hologram. There wasn't. Uh, or if Tupac would have shown up, but uh, I think that puts to bed if the conspiracy, if he's uh, still alive or not. And uh, Mary J. Blige was really good. Uh, Kendrick was all right, I thought. And Eminem, I thought, was really good. Uh, would have been cool to see see uh, Eminem show up uh, with a uh, Stafford Lions jersey, but didn't. I thought he was good as well. Uh, overall, it was a good Super Bowl commercials, I thought. Commercials were okay. My favorite one, personally, was the uh, the Chevy electric car with one with uh, Meadow and uh, AJ Soprano with the uh, Sopranos theme playing. One of my favorite shows. Probably one of the greatest shows of all time. The other one I really liked was the Larry David one about the inventions. That one was a good one. The I believe it was a crypto ad. Uh, the the uh, Austin Powers one was good with Dr. Evil. And there was one other one that I really liked that I can't think of right now. But Oh, the, the Michelob Ultra one with Peyton, Steve Buscemi, Serena, all of them. I thought that was another good commercial. Uh, those were my four that I really, uh, that stick out in my mind. I thought those were my favorite ones for sure. And I, I didn't get to watch all of them, but I those were the four that stick out in my mind. I probably missed them. So if you think of any, please let me know. Leave a comment. And that's all I have for this week. Uh, now that football season's over, we'll be going to one episode per week here on the Degress Podcast. I already have next week's guest lined up. Uh, I, we're still working on a date yet, just kind of depending on my schedule, his schedule. So we will uh, post that when when we do. So next week, gear up. It'll be uh, excited for our this uh, this guest. I uh, got to know him a little bit over the summer and definitely has a, don't want to say who it is yet. So stay tuned. Thank you for listening to the Degress Podcast. Uh, check us out on YouTube, iTunes, Anchor, Spotify. Uh, leave a review, five stars. Anything like that is appreciated. So thank you again for listening, and we will see you back here next week.